welcome to Isometric, a gaming podcast from a different perspective. I'm Steve Lubitz, and I am here, as always, with uh, Head of Development at Giant Space Cap, Brianna Wu. How you doing, Bri? Hey, what's going on? I have good news. I have really good news for everyone out there. A, what's crackalacking? B, I'm not going to destroy any furniture today. That's not, that's not good news. So, Why is that good news? Aww. Oh, jeez. Did you get my kids over to your to your undisclosed location? I I may have. So. <laughs> I'm so upset. No, <laughs> no, Maddie, I love you. That is what? so piercing. Is what that is... not like disturbing anyone else's eardrums? Oh, oh, it is. It is. Way? It definitely. Okay, is. okay. It just seems like it if, just seems like a regular behave, day at my house. I will not have to smash the pants together. So. That's up to you. <laughs> Whatever. So our behavior determines what kind of horrible, uh, how horrible atrocities you commit to our ears. Is that what you're saying? What you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we also have assistant games editor, Pace Magazine, Maddie Myers. Hi, Maddie. Can you top that? Uh, no, I can't even hear anymore. I'm not going to be able to hear for the rest of the show. That's problematic for a podcast, an well, audio only podcast. I can hear, but I'm upset about it. I'm upset that my ears were capable of hearing that. I don't know. Bree, do you have a gong? Where where are you staying? Bree is <laughs> staying now, now the gong show. in a guitar Bri- center drum area. <laughs> Bree staying at the Japan Pavilion at, at Epcot is where I she's staying. That's, a, that's my undisclosed location. <laughs> Look, wherever it is, they shouldn't be letting you have symbols. I'm okay. just going to say okay. that. Okay. Before we introduce whoever this third person is here today, who I don't know who it is, Maddie, I just need you to, uh, I just want to praise you. In honor of this very brilliant tweet you made today after dealing with Gamer Gators all day. And this is just all in all caps. And I retweeted this and I favorited it. And your tweet was, I take it all back, destroy all video games, I'm going home. (laughs) (laughs) That was where I was at And I nearly smashed my iPhone screen in half retweeting that. And I just, I'm so sorry I only had one retweet to give you. I... I, I nearly, you should have went on Dawabunga and done it again. I should have. I should have. Or Brolols. Yeah. I should have yeah, done yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You should have, you should have used. Yeah, you should have made it. burner accounts to retweet that. I know. Uh, let me call some. I'll call my friends at 8chan and we'll, uh, we'll, they'll tell me how to do that. Uh, uh, so we also have uh, a senior editor from iWord.com and host of the Vector podcast and owner of the uh, podcasting's most adorable laugh, Georgia Dow. How you doing, Georgia? <laughs> George is just silent. I, She's so <laughs> mad. I think we've broken her. <laughs> How dare you refer to her laugh, Steve? Now she'll never speak to us again. I know. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a great show. Oh, oh boy. Where yeah. we speak to one another and don't bang cymbals in each other's ears. <laughs> we talk calmly about games. And we take them seriously. Because we're Maddie's adults. Gonna, Maddie's gonna we're get... adults. We don't want to destroy games. And we're here for that. And have for to you. Maddie, make us a list of rules. The podcast. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. If there's a list of rules, we've broken every single one of them by this point. I think that we almost never, though, interrupt you when you do your intro. I think that's the one rule that we it's keep It's true. To. We never. Well, there was and that one time. I was thinking, time. why there was am I silent now? Though. 
Are, is there? Was there one time that we interrupted yeah, Steve Bree when he did his intro did thing? Yeah, did a hijacked intro that one time, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. She did the but intro. did he get upset? I'm wondering how many times Steve we could interrupt him without he gets, gets upset. probably gets upset a lot and we don't know about it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, half the episode, I'm just sitting here quietly seething. I believe that. I believe that you are. Uh, next, next week. I have no way to know, so I just pretend that you're laughing along, but I have yeah. no way to know. We really yeah, know. yeah this true. whole Gamergate thing did start. While Steve was on this podcast, and we did him many wrongs, he could be oh, the no. mastermind. Whoa, he could be the mastermind. That is a dark it was joke. One of us. What the call was coming from inside the house. Exactly. The, the call was coming from inside the podcast. Like we single-handedly, well, triple-handedly, made Steve hate women. Like right. we not make like six, yeah. six, six handedly. Yeah, you're right. Six handedly. <laughs> I don't know. We could be one. Which is a phrase that we all know. Okay, can we? Let's do the thing. Let's do the thing where we talk about games. You want to talk about video games? Why should we start? I now? do, Steve. You guessed it on a podcast. And I, I want to hear about it. Yeah, you, so you guessed it on a podcast. Yeah, you did. You yeah. cheated on Isometric. I know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm the only one who hasn't been uh, all over the place. Yeah, know. seriously, Bree. You've guessed it on every show in the universe. And you're upset that Steve finally got to be on one? Yeah, but Steve, Steve seems loyal. <laughs> he does. I think, that, is this the first time you've been with another podcast besides us? Well, but other than, well, since we started this show. I mean, I was on other podcasts before this, but. Hmm. Uh, we don't want to know I'm a little hurt. Those. Yeah. Were they, were they better than us? Um, well, one of them was with my, was with my wife. So that one, mm-hmm. yes, I yeah. will say. Okay. Only, okay. I'll say that because I liked staying married. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so Aline Sims had me uh, as a guest on Less Than Oh, Center I love Equal. her. I yeah. love her. So we talked for a while about how this show started, and we talked about autism, and we talked about raising geeky girls, and a whole bunch of and desert golfing because, of course, I talked about desert golfing. And anyway, if you're interested in in that, it seems like some stuff that listeners of this show would be interested in. I'm not just saying that because it was me. Uh, well, I don't I, get to talk about autism a lot on this show, and, and that's fine. But anyway, it's something that obviously I'm living with a lot. So we talked well, a lot about that, and we had well, a pretty Steve, good discussion. I, I, well, Steve, I actually listened to it. Um, uh-huh. One was because I wanted to, to to hear you and then find out about how Asymmetric was started because I didn't actually know. <laughs> Did you find out? Because I kind of want to know, like, too. I was like... Really? <laughs> oh my god, this is how the show I should listen started. to the show. Don't spoil it, because I don't know how this show started. I didn't know either. Like, I totally didn't know, and I'm like, really? <laughs> so it was great. What didn't you know? There's what probably some, there may be some stuff you don't know about that, Brie. Yeah, I, you have to actually listen to it, and then find out, because I'm not going to do it justice. And and Steve, you speak really well, and so does Eileen. I thought it was... I was, it's funny because I was like, I'm going to listen to like a little bit of it and I'll just be like, I listened to the show and I'm listening and I couldn't stop. I could not. I listened to the entire thing all the way through. Um, It was really like your rapport together. I was like, wow, like, you know, Steve's like masterful at this. He's like, and my husband would come through the room and, and we, for some reason it cut out and he's like, no, no, rewind. Like, so he was listening in too. And he wanted to make sure that if he missed anything to rewind it back to the piece where where we left off and uh, the way that you spoke about living with kids that have autism, it, it was really, really wonderful and very interesting and uh, personable. And I thought it was a great episode. I have to oh. say, well, thank you. That means that's a lot. Equal. That, no, that, that, that makes up for all the torture from the last, uh, last 25 weeks. <laughs> so we can get back to the panda suit. Okay, now. Is so, that what you're yeah. saying? Wait, yeah. wait, wait, I need to know, are you money hatting for desert golf? I, I, I don't even know <laughs> what that word means, but no, I didn't either. Thank God you don't know. 
A hat made out of money provided to oh, mon- you from... Oh, money hatting. I thought you said muddy hatting. And I'm no, like, what money the hell is... hat. Why would I wear a hat made out of mud? That would it just be weird. I feel like Steve is changing the subject. I do, too. That he's Georgia, you're a psychologist. Is, is Steve lying? <laughs> <laughs> when is uh, Steve ever telling the truth is the real question. <laughs> is this turning into Dr. Phil? Are you going to like hook me up to the lie detector machine now? Steve, we've got a surprise is, guest here. And that guest is the developer of Desert Golf. Right. That would be great. <laughs> I shouldn't lie about that. That's like a guest we could conceivably have. I'm so sorry, everyone. That I don't think he likes to talk here. about his game, honestly. So I don't know that we'd be able to get him, but. Well, I mean, um, if you keep I money think we hatting. can get the developer of Desert Golf on the show. I think that's achievable. I I, I'd love that. to do that yeah. just to force Maddie to have to play it. Oh, Ugh. don't do it, Maddie. Don't I still do haven't it. played it, and I don't intend to I, I don't. Now. I just don't even want that word on the show. <laughs> Steve, I want you to just edit it out, and every time someone says that word, just sonic coin it. Just, just beep it out. Wait, the word Desert Golf? That that word that I will not repeat. That should be beeped is, out is that on the, the show. Because it's two words. Is this password? Is that what happened now? Are we playing password? I don't know what's happening. Okay. Anyway, Can I buy a vowel? I will listen to this podcast, Steve. I'm okay. sorry that I didn't already listen to it, but no, I didn't okay. know that it, you were on one until right now, and it sounds really cool. Okay, I thought I was being was slightly great. obnoxious about it, but I guess no not, way. So. No, of course no you way. should let us know. So, and Maddie, you were on another show. I was. I, I, somebody jokingly asked me to talk about Bayonetta 2 for a full hour on last week's episode, and I didn't. I only talked about it for like 10 minutes. But I guessed it on Game Bar this week, and we did talk about Bayonetta for pretty much the entire time, and that's G-A-Y-M-E bar. So it's me and three gay guys talking about Bayonetta for over an hour. So if that sounds like something that you would like to hear, and it probably is, then you should check it out, because I like them, and they like our show too and so we're we're sisters we're show they sisters listen, really they listen yeah to our yeah show? yeah they listen to our show and they're great so yeah okay. it'd be a fun episode to check out if you want to get into them the bayonetta fandom is strong over there really awesome awesome, awesome. okay mm-hmm. love it you know uh, what show i'm doing yeah every, what, every other show other than the two we just mentioned what <laughs> show aren't you doing let's just do it that way i'm doing nightline are you really yeah awesome well, awesome. Oh, it would be awesome under other circumstances, I suppose. Yeah. But, well, yeah. you know, the cool thing is most of these people, like I had one really unpleasant interview this week where they put me on trial. And, you know, it's like I'm the victim of a crime here. Uh, and what I've liked about television appearances, generally speaking, is they want to talk about the issues, which I'm very happy to do. So, yeah, it's terrible circumstances, but, you know, I'm very happy to get a lot of these issues about the industry out there. So mm-hmm. it's actually a big honor, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, awesome. and the other thing that we need to mention is, uh, so we had our Georgia's Name That Game <laughs> segment last week. and then Oh, my the, God. Friend of the show, Jonathan Mann, remixed it along with, uh, with animations of us uh, dancing and <laughs> popping in. Except for Georgia, who was stoic the entire I was, time. I was, I was like, I was stuck there. So uh, I'll link that into the show notes. And if you haven't seen that, I mean, we, we tweeted a lot about that, it. But if that you... should be the ending song this week. That was really good. Can we please make it the ending song? Yeah, if we can get that from him, we can, we can I, try I to think do that. that's I've, doable. I've been meaning yeah. to put the other the theme song that he did for us as the ending song for the last couple of weeks. And oh, I've, I love and that. That's a great idea. And what? people have been asking about it. And I'm, and I'm apologizing now because usually by the time I'm done editing the podcast, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I forget to swap out the, uh, the outro music and the template that I have. Oh. So. Is there, 
I have to put in my little. This is this is the Georgia Dow version. <laughs> it's only appropriate that we do this and we have it like the ghetto Georgia version of this. <laughs> so good, like you could go for a run to that. That's got, I, that's got it's addicting. Renee keeps on uh, iMessaging me, just name that game, and he's like, he can't get rid of it out of his head. He's like, okay, this is, it's now torturing me. I can't stop thinking and singing this, this, that over and over again. Well, what can I say? I came up with a really catchy melody on the spot. Can I, can I say? You have a, you have a future in game show jingles, Maddie. Can I say something about, to you guys about that? Okay. You guys are so super cool. Okay, totally super cool. Because here I, I come up with this crackpot idea, and then I'm like, okay, you know, without I, – and I didn't tell anyone. I didn't warn them what is happening, <laughs> what's going to be done. No one says, Georgia, what are you doing? Or like, don't, or like anything like that. It's just all that was written in the show notes was like, name that game. That was it. They didn't know what it was or what was happening. And then I say to Brie, like, you know, Brie beatbox. And Brie, of course, what does Brie do? Brie starts to beatbox. Beatbox. And then, she, you just go for it, which is so cool. And then I tell Steve he's going to be like background vocals. And Steve, you actually did background vocals. Like, that was so awesome. And Maddie, you sang lead vocals. And I'm just like, I have the coolest co-hosts because you guys are just so awesome that you, like, just went for it and have fun. And I, I have to say, I just, you guys oh. are amazing. Like, really? Oh, I'm like, I, that was the most impressive thing was that you guys just are so much fun and so cool and yeah, I, I even put my I even put a, tw- a panda in my Twitter avatar this week. I know, week. I love it. The creepy. It's panda, really cute. But it's a panda. It's a yeah. creepy little creepy. No, it's. From, I like it. That's from a Miyazaki <laughs> movie, Panda Go Panda. Georgia Dow completes me. <laughs> Should we talk about video games? Well, no, no. That's no. the segment of the show <laughs> no. that's unannounced oh, and good. not in the show notes, where we peer pressure Georgia to come down. <laughs> To our lunch with Glenn Fleischman. Since we're such cool co-hosts, <laughs> right, after all. Right. I, Boston I, is a four-freaking-hour drive. We will we will put you up at a hotel. We will figure <laughs> out. We will take... We will... Steve will babysit your children. Well, wait. Well, how am I going to go? I... Well, you know... <laughs> Someone's got to take one for the isometric team. Yeah, I mean, Steve and I don't get <laughs> right. to go, but no. Brianna right. and Georgia yeah. will I, I think it would be more that. fun if Maddie babysat her children than me, honestly. <laughs> do you want her kids smoking at this young age? Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All the bad Maddie habits? I, I mean, I don't know that they'd be smoking. They might be wearing a lot more eyeliner. Yeah, eyeliner. <laughs> I don't... I've never smoked. I've... Okay. I've as as pretentious and goth as I was in my youth, I never smoked cigarettes. But I did hang out with a lot of people who did, so I'm sure I got plenty of secondhand smoke there. Okay. But I was never actually a smoker. However, I'm willing to start for the sake of Steve's kids, because they've got to start being cool now. Oh, there's there's no hope. Oh, they've been living with me for at least five years. Some of it's them not seven. too late, Steve. It's too late. I, I'd say I get them started on a StarCraft II training <laughs> regimen and smoking, and then they're just going to be trained killers, you know? Yeah, they're going to wow. they're going to. They're gonna be amazing. You're gonna you, at this point. You would have to cr- you would have to pry Animal Crossing out of my oldest daughter's <laughs> cold dead hands at this point because she is like locked and loaded and completely all in on that game. And I don't think that anything short of like a, a conveyor belt of candy is gonna get that mm. get that out of her hands at this point. We could get we could do that. We could do that. A conveyor belt of candy. How about just a conveyor belt of King George's butt down here to Boston? <laughs> 
for our freaking dinner. Make it happen. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to try. I'm really going to okay, try. Okay. I really am. Okay. Let's do okay. the show. Okay. So we, we have a little bit of follow-up. A couple of questions <laughs> from listeners. Um, one person, Michael Lockwood wrote in to us about our discussion about games for games for the, the seven-year-old and the four-year-old that we were talking about last week. And he said, I was a little surprised Minecraft wasn't suggested as a good game for kids, especially since it's now out on the PS4. Is there some reason why it might not, might not be a good choice? Uh, I just don't play Minecraft because I just don't groove on it. You're right. It's a very yeah. good choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think it's good. It depends on the age of the, ch- of the child, but I think it's great because you're building things and creating it. Yeah, I hear that kids are obsessed with Minecraft. Honestly, I just don't play it personally, so I didn't think it's of it. But everything games. I hear is that kids love Minecraft now and that it has become as culturally significant to them as Lego was for us as kids. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess the reason that I didn't bring it up is, first of all, I've tried it and I just don't get it, and it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. And I was well, none about of games. us are children, so maybe that's no, just kidding, just kidding. Hardcore Minecraft <laughs> players, don't get mad at me. <laughs> It's been a uh, weird day. Well, Renee was also really <laughs> upset at me for us not mentioning right away when he's listening. His first tweet to me was uh, like, you know, that we did not mention also Lego Batman or any of the other Lego games. Oh, yeah. Really those games are yeah, really good. Also, I feel really like I was game. thinking of one, but then I didn't. I guess I didn't remember it in time to say it, but I know I was thinking of it. So, yeah, that's my bad. I actually like the Lego Batman game a lot. I, I, I do, great. too. My problem with them is I think, like, all those games in that series, they really treat women poorly. They do, um, yeah. All of them. Including and... Batman, sadly. Although you do get to play as Catwoman. Or Poison but... Ivy. You have to unlock all the female characters It's in Lego Batman, too. Like, the, they're all, like, you have to collect a whole bunch of stuff in order to be able to get access to them. Yeah, and it's tricky with a kid, though, because Poison Ivy has, like, those kissing attacks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there is also the problem with Lego Batman, specifically the first one, where for the second half of the game you have to play as the bad guys, and there are some parents who are not not cool with that at all. And, like, Poison Ivy's got those attacks, which I feel like if I had a young girl, I'd be like, how do I explain why this is terrible to you? And I, yeah. No, I definitely agree I, I guess the reason that i didn't bring up minecraft is because that seems like the kind of game that and this is why i haven't really introduced it to my kids yet because if you want them to enjoy like a variety of different games then minecraft is tends to be something that i mean especially with me having autistic kids that they get like locked into and then mm-hmm. to the exclusion of everything else Yes. And if you're looking for things to play with your kids, I mean, first of all, I don't know. I mean, you can play with different computers. I've never really tried it, but it seems like it's not really conducive for, you know, being able to play together as much as something that's co-op. Hmm. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, one game that I did want to bring up that just came out this week is Costume Quest 2. Which, yeah, I keep hearing about this. Yeah, I just bought it. I haven't played it yet. I just bought it tonight on Steam because it's on, it's, it's on sale as part of the Halloween sale. Uh, but I'm going to probably play that with my daughters this weekend and uh, and see how that goes. But I've played the first costume quest, and it's it's adorable. And it does let you choose between the boy or the girl character right up front. And there's no there's no difference in the story between the two. So that's that, it's got that going for it also. What, what age is it for? It seems like it's, it's appropriate for a seven-year-old, I would say. There's a lot of reading, at least in the first one. I don't know if the second one's voice acted or not. The first one has a lot of reading, so if you have a kid who doesn't read and you have to read all, read to them, then, you know, that could be kind of problematic. But So I just wanted to make sure to mention that because that literally just came out for the PS4 on Tuesday, and it's been out on Steam for a few weeks. So that that's something to uh, something to look out for. We also got another question on Twitter from 
Patricius, who says that we've got him back into gaming after a long absence. Yay! We love the we love those uh those tweets and those emails. So, any recommendations for PS4 games with a strong narrative? Is The Last of Us it right now? Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is good. I don't know Diablo Four. I I think the narrative's not bad. I know you kind of skip past it, but I think it's well done for what it is. Well, I skip past it because I played that. I played through that game at least like five or six times at this point, so I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not. Did you get past Act Three yet? Ah, uh, no, no. Yeah, what about? You may, yeah, you may not like how it go- the direction it goes in once you get past that. Okay. What about Alien Isolation? Yeah, that definitely I has a strong... got that yeah. and have been yeah. too scared to really play it at all, so yeah. But I, I hear the narrative for it is very good <laughs> once I see any of it. It's very well done. Yeah, yeah. It's very so well done. If he is yeah. able to play The Last of Us, then he might be into something a little scarier. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five has that been released yet? I don't think so. I think that comes out like next month. Okay, or that like it does have a good narrative. I think it's a yeah. very sexist narrative, but you know that's my opinion. Uh, other people might enjoy it. And then Dragon Age Inquisition is coming out next month. Oh God, I can't wait for that. So hopefully that's good. Yep. I think that's it for for follow up. And then so there was a story that came out this week, uh, you know, which is kind of relevant with everything that's been going on lately. That they. There was some research, a research firm that surveyed PC gamers specifically and found that in the United States, women are playing more PC games overall than men, which is, I think that's the first, I mean, we've, we've heard that adult women are 48% of the gaming Mm. population in general. I think this is the Uh first time that we've heard a survey specifically about PC gaming because PC gaming is kind of seen to be like the hardest of the hardcore gamers for the most part uh i mean you kind of have the the perception that you have mobile gaming and then you have console gaming and then you have the people who are still gaming on pc and mac so there's some really interesting uh statistics in this survey that women are just just barely 50 percent 50.2 percent of pc gamers against across all genres and it seems that women go more for RPGs than men, 53.6%. And first-person shooters and MMOs are predominantly men still. So, I don't... So, Bree, you brought, you brought this up. I mean, do you... What are you... Obviously, this is not new. Well, it's... It, no, this was news for me. This was news for me. Yeah. It's not news that, that women are playing games as much as men. I think we know that. But I think that... I think this specifically seems like kind of more groundbreaking than than some of the other surveys that we've seen, specifically because it's talking about PC gaming. I, I've seen data, and, you know, this is a subject I'm obviously interested a lot in. And, you know, first of all, like, I just want to say, if you play casual games, you're a gamer, period. We're yeah. all gamers. Humor's like games. If you play Candy Crush, as far as I'm concerned, you're just as much of a gamer as someone that, you know, plays, you know, maxed out the level cap and wow. You know, like, we're all gamers. But I've been unconvinced of the data to this point as far as women spending as much money and being as into mid-core and hardcore games as men are, um, and also platforms. Uh, So I have to say, this really surprised me. Um, And, you know, it was very frustrating because as soon as I tweeted this out, like, immediately... (laughs) I start getting these people and they're like, no, 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 no. Facebook games don't count. And oh, no, 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 no. This doesn't count. It's like, you know, it's like, um, it's like a dishonest academic that wants to have one conclusion with their data. So they're going to like redefine it all to like 
to get yeah. the conclusion that they're If a blind. woman likes it, it's not a game. Right. Yeah, obviously. Well, I think it's also just a little bit of elitism over like casual versus yeah. like hardcore games. And I think that that's you know, we, we, you know, whenever we do this kind of us them thing with yeah. with people, where you want to be in your own group, and so you always raise the bar to your group so that everyone else can't kind of reach it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. It's like, well, no, that now that isn't like you know when now that our games are more complex, we're going to make the complex games to be the games, and the ones that we used to play are now longer not really games. Well, I don't even think it's a complexity thing actually, because I don't know that I buy that. RPGs are easier than no. first-person shooters. Yeah. Not on yeah. PC. Yeah. They're just yeah. not. And yeah. it, it's it's basically saying this aesthetic is associated with femininity, so it's not hardcore. And this yep. aesthetic is masculine, so it is. It's not. It's not a reflexes thing because if you know anything about RPGs, you know that you have to be fast, especially if you're playing WoW and you're in a raid or whatever. And if you're playing Call of Duty, you have to be fast. But I mean. I know people who still play Counter-Strike as reflexively and as quote-unquote casually as somebody might play Candy Crush in the sense that you just play it without thinking about it. You just do dust over and over. I mean, after a certain point, it's just the the meaning of hardcore and casual is just lost because it's mm-hmm. so inextricably associated with masculine signifiers and feminine signifiers for me at this point. Just because sure. you can just look at how people talk about it. It's not a difficulty thing, I don't think. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. Um, and I also just want to say, like, knowing friends that are developers for, you know, certain Facebook games. Like, Maddie, did you know any of the Stomp team while that was a studio here in Boston? Uh, it's possible. I, I didn't write about them or anything, though. Okay. So. I mean, but uh, here was a game. This is a, a team of hardcore, very, very good developers. Like, total funding coming from China. And, you know, they developed this very complex RPG, this kind of half Diablo, half Facebook game. And it was a really good game. It wasn't commercially successful, but, you know, it was absolutely a well-done, you know, game. Uh, Dragon Age. Dragon Age, it, it, didn't they do a Facebook game a few years ago? They like did, when the yeah. last did, one came out? They did a mobile yeah. game. I didn't know if they did a Facebook game or not. They did do a Facebook game. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's... It's not surprising to me, but even even if you want to say like Facebook is not a game type, which is just crap. I mean, the the number of women playing MMOs and you know RP, uh, FPSs was really surprising to me looking at this data. So what this really showed to me is that women as a consumer group uh, have a lot more purchasing power than I had ultimately given them credit for. So I think this really was very, it made me very happy because it makes me feel that going forward that women are going to have just as much purchasing power within the video game industry, meaning that they should be catered to, you know, just as well. So I thought this was really great news. Yeah, and the the survey further down specifically called out that assumption that it's all Facebook gamers and and they asked the the female gamers how they self-identified. And half of them said that they consider themselves either mid-core or hardcore gamers. Yeah. So I think that's kind of reassuring, too. I mean, I would consider myself barely mid-core at this, at this no, point. No, <laughs> you're hardcore, Steve. You're hardcore. Am I hardcore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, oh, I've played Diablo Steve is with you. hardcore. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you. I was playing Diablo with Steve, and I leveled up. And I don't even, it's like, and I'm playing with a different class with Steve, and he's like, Yep, you just hit that level, you've just got this button, put it on that power, unlock it, and use it, and you're just going to abuse it. And it was like the most strong, 
power in days telling me situational tactics, when to use it. Like, your Diablo knowledge is scary. <laughs> and he won, he won Name That Game. I did win. That's true. Game. He did win. Did, so basically, Steve, that was rigged. A hard that game. was rigged. <laughs> I am still bitter about losing that. Uh, I don't think we can ever play Name That Game again. I, I think that's Georgia it. Money had it, Steve. Steve Money had it, Georgia. I'm I still that bitter game. that I lost, so I feel like I don't know that we well, can play we it again. We have to do a rematch. We have to no, do no, a rematch. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I feel like if I lose even worse than before, I'm only going to be more upset at myself. Upset? Aww. Y'all are going to learn how competitive I really am, and it's not going to be good. But anyway. I feel, I feel like this is like a game of risk that's about two-thirds of the way done, and you two are yeah, flipping the table yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think we need to be careful here. Like, you know how every game of risk starts out, like, friendly? Like, everybody's, everybody's like, picking their countries. Everybody's telling jokes about how no, no friendships are going to be ruined. Oh, We're yeah. still at that stage of the risk game, and I think we got to stop now. You know? Yeah. Okay. We had, in when I was in college, we had a regular group that played risk that and one of the people in the group kept running standings on his website and what? yeah of like like the meta game of like yeah so things got really really intense and there were a few games that ended in tier in literal Ooh. literal tears Awesome. I feel like that game awesome. brings out yeah. the most intense versions of your friends that you didn't yeah. want to know about yeah I played it's, a sim. I played like a knockoff of the, that game. Well, not really a knockoff, more of a uh, upgrade in some ways called War on Terror. I kind of oh. want to know if any of our listeners played that at the time. It was back when that was a prescient thing to be talking about. So it was during college, and um, the it was basically Risk, except that once you lost, you became part of the terrorist team, and Ooh. you could bond together with the other terrorists to take down the other players, and the terrorists could win the game. Hmm. But that was obviously a really dark ending where, where quote unquote, everybody wins, but the world is ruined. But, um, but I remember also another aspect of the game was that you could pass anonymous notes to one another. So people could pass notes and the notes might not have any information in them. They would just be blank piece of paper or they could just have jokes. But seeing your friends pass notes in front of you while essentially risk is going on and seeing them make alliances in secret and laugh potentially at you. It was so intense. So basically, get that game if you want to ruin all of your friendships. <laughs> you don't like your friends. I You want new friends. We played get that, that, and I saw the darkest side. Like It was like unlocking the darkest sides of everyone I knew at that time, and I was like, this is the worst. We can't do this. I think yeah. I won, though. Anyway. <laughs> that figures. I mean, I am the darkest, so yeah. Can I tell a story about intense Maddie Myers competition? Oh my god! Please, gosh. please, I was no. talk about this. Bree, I was going to talk so. about this during what we play, but we can talk about it. No, 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 no. no. We'll I okay, played a bunch okay. of games. Do it now. Do it now. Okay, okay. So uh, at our undisclosed location, ha, Halloween party. Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, I just need one fun thing to happen this week. I just need one fun thing. Maddie, will you teach me to play Super Smash Brothers? And we did. <laughs> There's this one moment, and she did let me win run one round. But my favorite moment is when she's like jumping all over the place like and doing and doing the stuff I don't even know. And Maddie just looks at me and she goes, "Sorry, Brie." And I'm like, "What?" And then this giant Samus <laughs> cannon just like. <laughs> it was because I I had that was like the moment that I hit the the smash ball for the first time and I was like Brie's Whoa. not gonna know what hit 
like, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die. I'm going to stay on screen. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, I felt like a real jerk. I no, that know, was badass. That I, was awesome. I love that you said sorry, Brie, before you did it. Yeah, no, so that was yeah. like premeditated. Yeah. That was premeditated. <laughs> well, I mean, I could have just not. I could have just not used the attack. Yeah, I mean, I got. The, I got the smash ball, win. but I could have just not used it. Because right. I didn't want to... I, I felt like a jerk. I felt like no, a no, jerk. No, no. I, I'm pretty sure you would have lost a bit of yourself that day if you had yeah. had the Smash Ball and not yeah. used it. I yeah. think that you're right. Yeah. I think that, that there was only one way there to go was a there. moment, though, when Brie got the Smash Ball and I stood right in front of her and let her hit me, though. You did. And, you and did. I think it was a good experience for everyone. Did Brie know? <laughs> and, did, did, did yeah, Brie, yeah. Is Brie no, only no, finding out now that you let her hit you? <laughs> no, I think it was <laughs> obvious what was happening. <laughs> But it's okay. Because Maddie is so good, that would have never happened. Brie is, that what is you're saying, very Maddie? good at fighting games, though. So I know that if she spent more time with this, she would get really good. So I feel like I need to treasure my wait, moment now wait, where I'm able to defeat Brie's not Brie? very good? No, That's she why... is very good, oh, okay, but she's okay, not good okay. at Smash yet. She not has. Yet. She's not good yet. She's got at least 700 hours to go. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah, she just needs to go back in time and start playing it when she yeah. was 12. Yeah. It'll yeah. be yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So no, my favorite, my favorite novel, my favorite novel is uh, James Clavell's Shogun, and in that novel, uh, Lord Tornaga, like, like he's training all of his lieutenants, and like they all run to the beach and swim back and come back, and like one of his lieutenants lets the like Shogun win. And, like, he then kills him because he doesn't want, like, that mercy <laughs> in a situation like that. And that is exactly how I feel, Maddie. If we were playing Super Smash Brothers, you bring it. You don't give me a mercy, like, let me win. Like, bring your A game. I want, if I want to get my butt kicked, like, let me get my butt kicked and learn my lesson and get better. I did. I think I think you still beat me honestly one time, right? I didn't yep. let you win that time. The time when I stood in front of you and you defeated me with the smash attack, I actually still won that match. So I don't yep. I don't know where we come down on that. But yeah, you did yeah, get yeah. to hit me with your special. It was so that's great. cool. Yeah, I will treasure that moment forever. And I unlocked some characters for you. you I did, I did you, you did. a solid and unlocked some characters. You did. I'm really gonna master it when it comes out for Wii U. I, I think that like Thanksgiving weekend we should just have like a Super Smash Brothers party. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, Enjoy, sure. Give should... me a reason to abandon my family. I'm <laughs> And then we'll get Georgia to drive down because it's not Thanksgiving in Canada. She Why don't we just down. go yeah, to yeah, Georgia's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go to let's bring hand turkeys <laughs> to Thanksgiving in Canada. Bring the hand turkeys there. We will, turkeys. We will American invade Thanksgiving style. <laughs> we will I would love you guys explaining that as you go. Like you have a like a, a your back is all filled with like you know hand turkeys and oh we have to explain stuff. all the hand turkeys. To to customs. Why are you carrying like a thousand hand turkeys <laughs> into Canada? What's the duty on a hand turkey, Georgia? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think you can only bring five hand turkeys though. by. So I mean, they're each valued at a hundred dollars. So you know, we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to declare that. You'd have to declare the hand turkeys. That would be hilarious. I would love I would love to see that happen just once, <laughs> once in my life. Well, the hand turkeys are really valuable. I mean, we've established oh, yeah. that in the history yeah. of this show. So right. I, I think we actually do need to declare them. Yeah, yeah. They're essentially currency. For I think George, they might declare something about us if we did that, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we could well. we could try to petition to have it become can- Canada's like currency. Oh my right. god, we could get that on the loony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get a hand turkey on the loony. Make this happen. 
When I come to Georgia Dow's house, I'm going to bring an American flag the size of my bed comforter, and I'm just going to plant it in her yard, like right there. Permanently, it's just going to fly. This is how the War of 1812 started, Brie. That's yeah, right. I feel like That's we right. don't actually become as patriotic until we talk to Georgia, or at least I don't. I, I, I feel like I never think about it. And then when Georgia's here, I'm like, right. no. Thanksgiving no. is important. Hand turkeys are important. I can't believe they don't have them there. We have to bring them there. I just become an imperialist jerk about hand turkeys, apparently. Yeah. I mean, true. next thing we know, they're not going to have pumpkin spice lattes in Canada, and we're just going to have to go bring those up there, too. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. pumpkin spice lattes are pretty controversial even here, so I don't, yeah. I don't know if we're ready to fully unlock that the power of that. I mean, they don't even have pumpkin in them, so... It's just the spices. Wait, what? Wait, what? pumpkin spice lattes don't have pumpkin in them? Just the... It's oh my God. as literal as it sounds. Starbucks has been spices. scamming me all these years? Well, have they? I mean, like, they have been overcharging you for a long time, right? <laughs> I mean, are you really surprised by this? I'm actually a Dunkin' Donuts guy, so it's okay. okay. What? Yeah. What do you mean, what? Oh my God, how you... can you respect yourself and drink that garbage? Because there's one right across the street from my office? Ugh. Okay. And because Starbucks tastes like burnt awfulness? No, Starbucks is way better than Dunkin' Donuts. This is um, (laughs) about video games, clearly. Anyway, I for one am glad that women (laughs) play PC games. And in conclusion, I was surprised by this, but I'm glad to hear it. The end. That's what I have to say. Oh, also, I wanted to share a quick fact. I like sharing this fact. It's it's from 2013, but I think it's still relevant. Apparently, a quarter of all Call of Duty gamers are female. I'll oh, share that wow. study. They actually shared that. Call of Duty folks shared that fact with people. They did. You'd think they would want to publicize that more, that one in four players is a lady. Isn't that bonkers? One in four people who is silent on multiplayer, <laughs> silent on the mic, is a lady because ladies hate talking on mic. And I know because I never talk on the mic either. <laughs> anyway, they're all ladies. So, yeah, that's that's always fun to know. Okay. Solidarity out there, ladies. I, I want to skip ahead because I want to talk about Ti- X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Do it. Okay. So, I've t- I feel like we have, have we talked about X-Wing and TIE Fighter on this show? I feel uh, like we sure should have. I feel like I've brought it up in passing, but since LucasArts got sold to Disney, a lot of their I a lot of their games have kind of gone away. And it was all of a sudden randomly this week, uh gog.com, which stands for Good Old Games, which is a site that is Kind of like Steam or the Humble Bundle store, except that they don't give out Steam codes, so I don't ever buy from them because of that. Um, but they their, their thing, in addition to having indie games, is that they also host uh, – they, they update classic, ga- classic PC games so that they'll run on modern hardware. So all of a sudden, LucasArts got the, just dumped a whole bunch of games onto GOG, including uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter, which were the – uh, the preeminent space combat games of like my generation, and like the whole reason you would buy a fight a flight not a fight stick a flight stick uh, <laughs> for your computer. And I, I'm I've I mean they're only Windows only, so I haven't gotten them yet. But I'm kind of afraid. What? Oh, I mean, what? I don't have anything to run it on. Oh, that's right. But you should go buy a Windows machine for that. I don't want to buy a Windows machine. That's that's. But for Tie Fighter, 
I see. That's the thing, though, is that I'm almost afraid to play it again because I'm afraid that like I've got so much nostalgia tied up in X Wing, mm. X Wing specifically, Tie Fighter. Not as much because I played a lot more of X Wing than I did of Tie Fighter, and I think mm-hmm. I played a decent amount of X Wing versus Tie Fighter, uh, which they didn't release to GOG. But I feel like I've got so much nostalgia like cooped up in that game that if I actually go and play it again, it's going to completely like destroy my childhood. No, it's completely not true. I've, I've played the. F- out of that game and uh it's really cool because you'll find yourself the the data graphics bother you not at all um the depth of the game it's it's just as deep as you remember it all these reflexes you haven't used in god what 20 years now probably yeah yeah comes back to you you find yourself remembering key toggle commands you haven't thought about like you know shift a attack speed up time you know uh shifting power uh it all comes back to you like that so uh i played it i still think i i will say as a game developer it is one of the best designed games ever made is spectacular is fun is amazingly challenging and there's no reason not to play it and i would actually get on there if you don't want to like buy windows or whatever like see if you can't uh i mean god i guess would it it run under parallels or something yeah that's what i'm thinking about i bet it would yeah i mean i guess it should i mean it's such an ancient game that it probably should run okay in emulation i just i does it i mean you can't play it you can't hook up a gamepad to it right it's going to be mouse and keyboard only no, it's a joystick. Yeah, but I don't have a flight stick anymore. So buy one. I mean, this is one of those games. This is worth. Why do you? This not is have worth that? thirty dollars. Do they even I, make them any? Do they even make flight sticks anymore? Yeah, because I bought one and had an Amazon to me. So. <laughs> I don't know. This is, it's just like I, I'm like I'm just I almost don't want to play it again. You know what I mean? So like, I the do next time it. you come to my undisclosed location. Yes, I will. We'll we'll have you play it. Oh, I think you should have my see. daughters play it and start start training them up for their uh, yeah. for, their, for their space combat uh, careers. That's yeah. That's isn't a, that how the last Starfighter started, more or less, yeah. something like that? I haven't. Yeah, seen that that's movie, all Maddie. real. Maddie, okay, have you ever played well, this game? Uh, I, guys, I'm so sorry. <gasps> well, no, it is before your time, though. A little bit. I yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I didn't play it. I'm really sorry. Fake, fake, I, fake I'm gamer excited girl. to try it out. Okay, so the, the the Star Wars games that I've played are KOTOR, obviously, and Battlefront. And that probably doesn't surprise anybody who listens to the show and knows that I play a lot of like over-the-shoulder games and combat games and shooty games. But I, I just... Flight Sims, never really on my radar. Like, I played Space Invaders. I played a Space Invaders clone that one of my dad's coworkers made. I played it a lot because I was, like, one of the only games I was allowed to have when I was really young. Yeah, but I didn't have TIE Fighter. I, I mean, like, this came out in 1994. I was eight years old. Like, oh my, my parents were controlling what I was playing. <laughs> I didn't have TIE Fighter. But they did let me watch Star Wars because they thought it was cool. So I, I should have begged for this one. I'm sorry I didn't fight for it. As a as a youngster, I I'm disappointed in your parents, and I would like <laughs> you, you should to have be them you honestly me. should be okay, but um yeah so I'm I'm excited to go back so like what should I know as somebody who doesn't know anything how, how would I begin it's it's a very hardcore game yeah. it is unapologetically hardcore do you think I can't handle it no I'm just telling you going into <laughs> it this was the 90s and there was no mercy right 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 okay yeah yeah 
I got to get back into the headspace of like being an elementary school kid who had endless time. That kind of headspace. Well, it's not really like that. So the game is based around power management. So like you start off and your lasers, like if you're in a TIE fighter, because TIE fighter is a better game than X-Wing. So if you're in a TIE fighter, uh, TIE fighter does have shields. So it goes at about 90. Like that's the number that it will go at. So if you have your laser set to, to, the minimum level, then you're not really gaining or losing laser charge and you can fly very fast. But every single time you fire, your power decreases. So eventually Mm. you won't be able to fire or you'll be firing at half strength. So what you can do is set your laser power up so it's slowly recharging your lasers, but then you can't fly as fast. So okay. then this gets more complicated. So say if you're in a TIE Advanced, you know, this is a ship with um, shields. So do you start out with the ship that you just described and you kind of get more ships as you go? Well, yeah, it depends yeah. on the mission. It, it, it's sometimes if you're taking out a carrier, like if you're going to want to take out a Mon Calamari cruiser, uh, you're going to be in a, a TIE bomber. It's really cool because you get to understand the tactical significance of all these different ships. So a TIE Interceptor does not have shields. But it's very fast. It'll go at about 120. Whereas a TIE bomber is slow, doesn't have shield for some insane reason, but it carries a lot of torpedoes. Uh, an assault gunboat like has torpedoes, has ion cannons to disable things. TIE advanced, you know, like the Darth Vader ship at the end of A New Hope, like has shields. Ooh. But it's very, it's very rare. You eventually get the TIE Defender. So you learn all the different tactical significance of all these ships. And like if you're flying a TIE fighter, then you can like die five times right. and, and keep But respawning. I might be able to shoot womp rats that are... <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> but it's, it's basically a power management game. And the other cool thing is like you're out there in the TIE fighter. It's like you got to go inspect all these uh, crates. Which sounds very boring, but it's a lot of fun when you're trying to like figure out where the rebels are hidden, and then you have to like disable ships that are trying to get away. So it's like you're given this entire battlefield, and you have to figure out tactically how to approach the battlefield. So it's a game that really rewards like looking at your numbers. It's a reward that really. It's a game that rewards understanding your ship type. It's a game that rewards really exploiting tricks. Like if you want to beat people in dogfighting online, a really good trick is to as you're going into the turn, cut your throttle down to one third because the TIE fighter, when you're going at a lower speed, will turn faster. So you just hit the the bracket bar back and then you make your turn and then you accelerate and go back up to maximum speed. So it's all these little tricks with flying the ship that make you like able to kill people in multiplayer. I love that you still remember all that. That's like so impressive to me, Brie. Like I'm like, holy hell. Have you met a teenager playing a video game, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Georgia, my, did you like my, this game? I, I did like the game. I found it, it was difficult, and I, yeah. I'm not that my driving skills are, are now seen why I, I shouldn't probably be behind, behind any TIE fighter or anything else. <laughs> I shouldn't be in an x <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's a ton of nuance that I missed playing this as a kid. I'm not at all surprised that Bree knows all the nuance. <laughs> my, my advice to, to you, Maddie, would have been, like, just, like, don't hit anything. So <laughs> right, right, right. definitely okay. Bree is the better coach. No, no, that's good. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to split the difference here because I think that what Bree just said sounded really overwhelming. So I'm gonna try not to hit anything oh, and shoot the X-wings. That's the way I do it. Yeah. 
Okay. See, cool, the games cool, cool. that I really want them to, to remake or re-release are the Rogue Squadron games. Oh, those games sucked. Oh, come on. No, no, no. There were so baby versions of TIE Fighter. There was no power <laughs> management. Have you met me? There was... <laughs> Steve is a baby, so... I'm a video gaming baby. That's that's what I am. So I, that's more my speed, I think, than... But what I didn't like about those games is if you're flying a... There are differences in the ships, but it doesn't reward deep understandings of the tactical significance of those ships. So Rogue Squadron was prettier, but it was it it it, it melt, made me feel less immersed in the Star Wars universe despite being prettier because it was a, a much tactically shallower game. See, I think this is where like you you get really into Forza and I get really into burnout. I think mm-hmm. that's the same type of thing huh. where X-Wing is kind of like your Forza and Rogue Squadron is more like my burnout where it's more of an arcade game. I don't really I can't grok like all of the, the minutia about running an X-Wing. I just want to blow up AT-ATs and, you know, hmm. and re- reenact like the Hoth battle sequence and, you know, go through the Death Star trench run and stuff like that Huh? and just blow yeah, stuff yeah. up. That's interesting. Yeah. I've never thought that there was a valid reason for Rogue Squadron to be better than X-Wing <laughs> TIE Fighter. I didn't say it was better. That's, I just no, said no, I no. That's it. a that's a valid way to think about it. I've never considered that. But you know, my brain doesn't work on quite the quite the level that yours does. So. Well, that's not true. I've played Diablo with you, Steve. That's, <laughs> that's a that's a lie. <laughs> I might not actually be a gamer after hearing Bree talk. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, oh, maybe I'm I'm one of the people that I, I shouldn't be in the group. I might not count for the statistic. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that, that's not true, George. No. I- uh, well, I didn't even play Tie Fighter, so I don't know why I'm in the group at all. Did you play Rogue Squadron though? <laughs> Um, look, I really, I don't think I've played any flight <laughs> sims. I'm really sorry. I also don't really like racing games that much. Oh. I, I mean, I said Uh-oh. that when we talked about Forza. I, it's just like a whole genre where drive, I don't, I also don't think that driving a car is fun. So I think I'm missing the gene to enjoy this. It just, so I worry that even TIE Fighter, I might just be like, eh, I don't, I don't get the appeal. But I'm willing to give it a shot because I know that TIE Fighter You'll come is... to my undisclosed location and then we'll play each other? You could come to my place and show me. I don't know. Okay. So I, I think, does it, it sounds like I need to buy something though, right? I need to buy a joystick or something yep. to play it? Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the, right, that's the right way to do it. I mean, you could play it with a mouse, I think, but it, that's, not, that's not optimal. It'll be too hard. Do you yeah. have access to a Windows machine? Who, me? Yeah. Obviously. I, I Who do you think I am, person. Steve? She's been playing I... Ultra Street Fighter 4 for weeks. <laughs> That's true. I have. I don't I don't know. I don't know if you're Um I, I you well what's Mac. probably confusing yeah. you is that I have both. Okay. I have a Mac and I a have PC. Both, yeah. Because, you know, must be nice. Technology. <laughs> well, Steve, I built my PC and it wasn't that expensive. I don't know what your excuse is. Well, I did I did that too, you know before I had kids and I had time to be able to leave computer equipment over all over the house and not have to worry about somebody like breaking it in two. Hmm. Again, once again, Steve Lubitz cautionary tale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't have kids. A Steve Lubitz story. Interesting. I'm on that. That's, that's my, that's that. my lifetime TV movie that will be uh, premiering in, uh, in, in holiday 2014. I got, this is so bad, but like Frank got off the phone with somebody last night and it was, it was one of his friends telling him like a, one of the hard stories about his kids and Frank just turns to me and he goes he gets off the phone and he goes, high five we don't have kids <laughs> yay that's no, a way sorry. to be 
saving a lot of money, building computers, yep. not yep. having to care about yep. tiny parts everywhere. Uh, yep. All right. Should we? I uh, could get hate mail about that. Uh, it's okay. No, I don't think so. You might just say people will be sending you mail going like, "Yeah, you're right." I think you're just saying what we're all thinking, Bree. Is that okay. all? I I love my kids. I love my kids. I love I your love, kids. I love my kids too. Yeah. Steve but, yeah. has. Steve really does. He has the most adorable daughters that I know. I'm, I'm sorry, Amanda, but <laughs> it's a contest. You could have a you, you could have a conversation with my kids. Just Amanda's kid, Amanda's daughter's not really there yet. That's true. She just stares and I think she's like suspicious of me. I don't know. She just gives me like this look. Like, like what's up with that? I it's don't weird know. that she's so suspicious yeah. of you. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Hush. Maybe, maybe hmm. she knows. Hmm. Can we talk about what we're playing? We let's let's do playing? that. All right, so let's talk about. So, Bree, did you you actually got a chance to play something this I week? I did. Woo-hoo! I did. I took a break from the the death threats and the rape threats and the the two and a half hours of answering like GamerGate accusations on the special that we had, and I took time. Which was from fantastic, all of that. by the way. Yeah, yeah, we had a special. Should we mention that? We should anything? mention that because we I'm, we did have a. I mean, we. We had a special episode. It's in the feed with uh, with friend of the show Glenn Fleischman, and it really was amazing. I, it was very weird hearing Glenn do my intro. Yeah, but, really. But uh, he messed up a word. Let's. That's be okay. Real. That's okay. We, we love Glenn him. anyway. I appreciate that. Yeah, I felt like I was like, wow, this is the most awesome journalist. Is totally on my side. Like I really expected him to be like more straight going into it. Like, uh huh. Okay, break. <laughs> okay um that's your story um okay so that's the question it's like no 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 they're even worse than you're saying brain <laughs> so, I, I just would have liked him at one point yeah. to have said is that your final answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah he should have like gotten hard on you at least once at least yeah. then people would have known that he's not biased no right. he would is, you though, like cool, to take right. the 50 50 <laughs> call a friend and then she could have called one of us up and I already knew all of the things that you were going to say, Bree, but I still thought that it was a really great listen. Yeah. And I liked hearing Glenn's thoughts because he's a journalist, but he's an mm-hmm. outsider to games. Right. He doesn't review games or write about games. So hearing him talk about it from sort of the tech industry side, but also just a professional journalist side, I thought was really interesting. So I appreciated that he did that. Do you think they're going to leave me alone? <laughs> um, You know, I don't know. I, I think that you've talked about how Gamergate is kind of similar to the Tea Party, and I've seen even Gamergaters use that comparison, so I think it's fair to make. And in as much as the Tea Party hasn't entirely gone away, I don't think Gamergate will go away, but the Tea Party has definitely become less of a public presence in the way that we talk about politics now, and I think Gamergate will become similar, but I don't know for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. I just want them to stop threatening to murder me. That, that, that would, would be, be nice. great. That, that would, would be, be yeah. very nice. That would be appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you would show them your birth certificate, then maybe this would stop happening. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just okay. saying it's an option. I will. I do mean, that. that's just one more thing for them to dox her with, though. So yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So what Let's, did you play, Bree? Ah, uh, I played some Alien Isolation. Played. I played Sunset Overdrive. What? I played Sunset Overdrive, which is. Oh my god, one of the coolest things at PAX this year is I got to meet uh, some of the people on that team. And like one of them, like Stephanie, I consider Stephanie a friend at this point. And it is, she'd been talking at the game, she'd been talking at the game, and I'm like, oh god, I hope this game is good, or it's going to be an awkward talk with Stephanie the next time I hang out with her. But it's really, really, really good. It is really, really, really good. It is like... 
it's it's really similar to Saints Row in the sense that they just take a joke and they completely go for it in the most ridiculous degree. And it's it's a world that pops, like the lighting, the the models, the color. It is all just like it's the apocalypse, but it's so much fun. An aspect of it I really, really, really enjoy is I've never used a character creator that I've I've used character creators that let me create prettier characters like Final Fantasy uh you know 14 Realm Reborn, Reborn does uh but I've never used a character creator that let me create characters that felt so real and relatable but not sexualized at the same time. Like, there is, even if you made, like, the most sexual model in this game, I think it's something, like, Steve, you'd feel comfortable saying, here, daughters, go ahead and play with this. Uh, it's It's got a lot of punk style. It is, it's like uh, a Jet Set Radio to a certain extent, except it's good. You know, like, Jet Set Radio, I, I don't mean that it wasn't good back then, but it doesn't hold up today. Uh, it has that punk rock style and a lot of the, the rails grinding, and it's just a complete joy to play. Um, I don't think it's as good as Saints Row. I think Saints Row is just a little bit funnier, but who knows? Like, maybe as I get deeper into it, I will like it more, but this is, it's a fantastic game. Uh, it is miles better than the only other like open world game I've played next generation, which is uh, Infamous Second Son. It's a billion times better than that. And I think it's another game completely worth getting an Xbox One for. So I think at this point, like the games the Xbox One has going for it, uh, you know, Peggle 2, if you don't have a 360, but uh, Forza 2, which is excellent, Sunset Overdrive, is excellent, and I just think, like, I think the case, personally, to get an Xbox is a million times stronger than a PS4. And I own every system that they make, so, you know, I have no dog in that fight, but I just, I think it's wonderful. I think Peggle, Peggle 2 just came out for PS4, actually. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Okay, it cool. But cool. I, it's, it's a kind of, I mean, Insomniac is, has always done really good stuff, but... I wouldn't say always, but generally. A yeah. lot, I mean, yeah. I've been a big fan of all the Ratchet & Clank games okay. that they've done. And, and I've heard that this is basically like a grown-up version of Ratchet & Clank. Uh, I wouldn't agree no, with that comparison, that no. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet & Clank is... It's got the same kind of colorful world and texture models that just look that certain way, but... The humor is different. The tone is different. So, no, I actually yeah, I mean, it's don't a more, agree it's with a that. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and and I mean, Ratchet and Clank is something that I would play with my kid and have played with my kids. It, it has some of that same fun. It does have a mode where you can uh, censor out all the gore and language. If I you know recall, hmm. I obviously didn't turn that on to see if it would be safe for <laughs> I your can't children. Imagine why you wouldn't. But but I'm told on the options menu that that exists. Yeah, no, it's something that I'd be interested in, but I don't know that I'd be interested enough to drop. You know, well, I guess it's down to three hundred and fifty dollars now. I mean, with that and Titanfall, Titanfall is wonderful, and Titanfall is really good. Yeah, but I could get Titanfall for my three sixty, and and then I'd still have to pay sixty dollars a year for Xbox Xbox Live too. No, well, yeah, maybe whatever, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities. How come you're not spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on video games, Steve? What What's your? Yeah, I know it's like I have kids to feed or something. It's it's weird. I I feel like I I don't know why you made that choice in life. I know. I know. Hey, Maddie, high five. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm still young enough that it's socially acceptable for me to not have kids, but <laughs> I don't envy you because I'm I know a terrible person. I yeah. already I already get some of that social pressure at my age yeah. from people being like, when are you going to settle down and have kids? And I'm like, you're going to be really disappointed in five years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I know that that's a real thing. And if you're one of those people who ask people that, stop. It's rude. You need it to really stop. It is rude. Yeah. yeah. It's like asking what people do in the bedroom. It's no one's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just figure that if they want to let you know that information about their life, they'll tell right. you, and, and, and it'll be happy there news might be at that many point. Many various different reasons, like yeah, yeah, private, yeah. Re- yeah, and all of them are private. Like none of them yeah. would be privy to common conversations. I don't know why people think this is like chit chat trying to talk. And, and uh. some people, and some people just can't. And then you ask yeah. them that, and you're just like make them feel awful about yeah. themselves. I'll, I'll just say it goes the other way too, and I shouldn't yeah. be mean about the fact that people have kids because I know it makes me sound like a jerk. So I'm I'm sorry I, for making fun I of you, Steve. I don't think that anyone with kids is feeling life choices yeah. are fine. I mean, you don't have as much money now, but like whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to say, Steve. Steve's daughters make me happy, so I appreciate you making that choice. Well, I, I'm glad that I'm glad <laughs> yeah, that they can cheer you, you up. To at least. raise good little gamers. I mean, that's a noble yeah. cause as well, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie, what are you playing this week? Um, a, a lot of different things. So, I wasn't really sure which one to say, but um, one thing that happened because we talked about it last week was that I remembered that Rayman exists. So, Zach and I went back to playing it again and unlocked more of the little Viking ladies. And got to both play as Viking ladies because there's multiple Viking girls in that game. But um, I still think that game is really good. I know that you thought it was kind of hard, Steve, for your kids I liked to play. It. But... I liked it for myself. I, yeah, yeah. I, liked the, I loved the hell out of that game. I just didn't think that it was good for playing with my daughter. Yeah, it, Rayman Legends specifically. Um, not that I didn't think Rayman Origins was also really good. Yeah. I, I just think they're both great co-op games and I'm always looking for those. And so in terms of that, I can't recommend it enough. But I mean, it's so hard to tell the characters apart when you're playing as the same character class in that game that if I were in a situation where both of us did want to play as a female character, I actually think it wouldn't be possible because there's only really one female character model and mm. that game requires you to be able to tell the characters apart. So we tried to both play as the Viking girls and we could not do it because we just couldn't tell each other apart because yeah. they have the exact same mannerisms, jumps, movements, everything. And even though they're slightly different colors, doesn't matter. So I guess I don't know if any if this will ever reach the Rayman developers, but it, it's honestly like the main thing that bothers me about that game. And I know huh. I already complained about it, but like. They have all of these characters in that game that are sort of monsters that are not human shapes. They're these cute other shapes monsters, and they're so cute. But all of them have male voice actors, and all of them have male gender when they're described in the descriptions of them when you select the character. And, like, there's no reason for it. Like, you could just have some of the teensies be girls and maybe there are going to be teensies that are girls and I haven't unlocked them yet. But I know that in Origins, there were zero girl teensies other than like occasional damsels in distress. And honestly, like, just get it together on that. And the fact that there's only this one female character model in this game, I was so excited that they finally added one. But it's weird that she's a human. It's weird that she's wearing a bikini and oh, it's yeah. like weird to me that this is a kid's what? game. Like it's weird. It's a really, really weird choice. And like 
it's it's a situation where like okay like obviously i've talked on the show before like i think it's fine for women to be sexy in games but this is a kid's game and like you don't need to do that in a kid's game. This is a, yeah. It's just oh not appropriate. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> okay, now i got to see it. Now oh, see my it God. Yeah. Why are her boobs pointed straight up in the air? Yeah. yeah. So the fairies are also often really sexy, although they're not yeah. as much in this game. They, I think they have changed some of that for this game. So I think they took some criticism. And I want to say, if anyone who worked on this game is listening, I, re- I noticed that you changed that made those changes, and I really appreciate it. But I would like you to go just a little <gasps> bit further yeah. and, <laughs> like, implement, <laughs> oh. just, just go yeah. a little bit further with this and consider <gasps> the idea that maybe the cute little monsters could be girls. Like, maybe girls could be monsters and, like, not always be adorable human Her top is skinny barely girls. standing up. It's I like know. her nipples are keeping the top up. It's really wrong. <laughs> I know. And she's like a child. It's a weird choice, honestly. Very disturbing. Yeah. They, really they actually have her boobs, like differently animated on like different i know i they made some strange choices so i don't know if this is like a there's no women on the team scenario or what but like i am a person everyone who listens to the show knows i will make a lot of concessions about female characters wearing stupid outfits like i don't care if the game is good i don't care but in this game it's so overt that even i am like this is a kid's game it's out of place is the problem it's It's out of place and it doesn't make sense and it makes it hard for me to recommend the game to people honestly is the problem because people notice this and it unnerves them and like i remember being a little girl and always being like well of course peach is the princess and of course i have to rescue her because that's how it is and like i remember thinking that was normal when i was a kid like i distinctly remember thinking that and as an adult i remember i like look back on that and i feel ashamed that i thought that and like raising kids with that that mode of rescuing is so dangerous because like it just it would have been so great for me as a kid to have something to look up to and i just I really wish that kids games would be thinking about that more. And I I mean, we're seeing it more and more, but Rayman is also such a good game mechanically that it's, it's so depressing. They're beautifully animated. I have to give that for them. The rest of the art is, is gorgeous. It's such a fun game. It's like they spent so much time finely tuning this game. The music levels alone are worth the experience. There's a level at the end of every world where you basically go it it turns it into a rhythm game like it Mm -hmm. takes a it takes a song and then you have to jump on the platforms and and do actions in time with the music and it is amazingly well done yeah and like the levels have a system where you can replay them over and over to get more points and ordinarily in other games i find that very irritating but these levels are so dynamic and fun and splashy and entertaining to look at and fun to play and everything that I don't mind replaying them over and over. And even if we screw up and we have to play it again, it's still really fun. And there are obviously frustrating parts, but overall I really enjoy the game. And so the fact that these elements are there, it just, it breaks my heart. And if I had kids, it would honestly be way worse. So that's just something I'll say anyway. Yeah. For girls and for boys, because you don't want, yeah, I don't want boys to be growing up thinking yeah. that rescuing girls is normal. I don't. I don't want them. I want them to find in, and to, to think of someone with quality and, and character and, and other things. I don't want my yeah, boys to like, be thinking Yeah, and maybe a little boy wants to play as a girl. And like mm-hmm. we would like for that to be seen as normal, too. Like right. That would be nice if we didn't have like these really sexualized little tiny girl characters. <laughs> and then the boy feels even weirder about it. Like, let's not do that. Let's try to make it normal. 
yeah. for yeah. both genders to be there. I don't know. I I think this would be a good design if it weren't a halter top. I mean, a halter top and a skirt is a design decision that only a man is going to make with the game. Yeah, no no woman is going to fight in a halter top. I mean, the weird thing, the weird thing about it to me is that there aren't really human characters in this game. There's a lot of like really cute cartoony monsters which just yeah. look so adorable and each have different little superpowers. And then randomly there's this Viking girl with an axe and a halter top. And I'm like, right. this doesn't even fit here. But she's a good design. She's a good design. But she feels like she's from another game. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like I they had this that. this design and they were like, we don't know what to do with this. We'll just put it in this game. But it doesn't make sense. And I, I don't know. It's also like... Why, is this because they didn't think that the fairy characters that they had animated would make sense as the heroes because they're always the damsels? So they, they were like, let's come up with a heroine character. What can we think of? How about a girl with a halter top and an axe? She's the heroine and then she will be saving the damsels still. And like, that's weird, you know? Like, And, and, it's, and it's brand new to this game too. Yeah, yeah. She's not been in any previous game and the fairy characters have been in Rayman since the beginning. Right. So having them be playable finally would have actually made sense see i'd be stressing during the game saying what is actually keeping the top up <laughs> right i'd be like i can't jump i can't jump because the top might fall down and then it would do it and, and i would be like hopefully it doesn't i don't know um <laughs> and then i'd be like what is what is it is the duct tape is it glue is it painted on this could be a painted on shirt and that's even creepier what's happening here it would stress me probably the entire game oh my god these fairies are totally slutty. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. I know. I talked about the fairies last time we talked about Rayman, but no, these are these are fair. These fairies are working on the corner. No, I mean, they, they really yeah. they do some dances. It is embarrassing. Wow. I'm embarrassed for this team. Yeah. They need. They need. They need a subscription to Playboy. Yeah. They need, they need... Free. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that would be a great prank. We just anonymously send hundreds of copies of Playboy to the Rayman developers and we say, we think you need this. Please check this out before you do your next character design so that you get it out of your system. Yeah. This, this is horrible. Show. I mean, this would be like if Princess Peach was like in a negligee. Like it's it's weird just having this like like out of place in this in a are, kids are game. Are there any damsels in in kids games that are like really sexy damsels? Because this is the only game I know of where the damsels are not only like innocent magical ladies that you have to save, but they're also sexy. I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is a real conflagration of types here. Well, I don't know. The Little Mermaid kind of thing, you know, she's wearing like, oh you know, shells. God. It's not even a real top yeah, if in that's Mermaid true. games. Yeah. She... But she's usually the protagonist. It wasn't sexualized nudity, which is the difference. Yeah, yeah. Ariel it was just is a fish. She doesn't know any better. <laughs> she doesn't subscribe to our human ways. She doesn't even know what a fork is, Steve. Why yeah, are you being she thinks so a fork is a comb. Why are you being so know. human-centric? I just feel like it's closed-minded. It's speciesist is what it is. Are you mermaid-phobic, Steve? I, 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 I can neither confirm nor deny. The Little Mermaid is still a good movie. I rewatched it recently. It is a good movie. Oh my god, no. I teared up at Disney watching that. I just did. I, I did. I cried right in the yeah, theater, but yeah, I cried everything. Yeah. So What, on the ride? 
No, the 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 voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, the ride. You teared up on the ride. The ride. No, no, no. It's a it's a it's a it's a play. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the ride with the animatronic mermaid and stuff like that. No, 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 no. I'm not that bad. Yeah, yeah, we got stuck on that ride during the kiss the girl scene and had to watch them kissing the girl over and over and over again. Well, not kissing her. It's kind. It kind of gets anticlimactic after the fifteenth or sixteenth time you see it. Sounds pretty sounds pretty great to me. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, what have you been playing, Steve? So I bought a lot of games this week because I things kept going on sale and roguelikes kept going on sale. And I'm only gonna talk about one of them, but I bought the, the new Humble Bundle is really, really good. Um it's got Risk of Rain and Tower of Guns and Shadowrun and Ali Ali, which I talked about a few weeks ago, and Jazz Punk, and Amnesia Machine for Pigs, which I am not going to play by any stretch of the imagination. If, <laughs> if, if, if any of you want, I already offered it to Georgia, but if any yeah, of you want I, that code, I, I, I will give I that to you. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. Oh, I already own that. Yeah, that's, I figured you That's would. scary. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm out I think on I'm that. Gonna, I'm thinking about it. That's going to have to, I think, yeah, no. <laughs> that so, game's really scary. Yeah. I, I bet, Georgia, are you really into horror games? She kind I, of is, I right? I am. I like them, but they scare me. So it's like this horrible, like, I want to play it because I want to be scared, and then I can only play part of the game. <laughs> but it seems like you have the right temperament to think that the fear is exciting. Like, some people do, and some people right. don't. Yeah, and, yeah right. I don't enjoy that at all. So Yeah. So, anyway, so I bought that. I haven't played a lot of this stuff out of there yet. I bought Dungeon of the Endless, which is a game that I played at PAX East. I've gotten to play a little bit of that. And so I've got a whole bunch of stuff that I've kind of got lined up, but the game I've been playing a lot this week is this, I don't even know how the hell I found it, uh, is this game called Ziggurat on Steam. Uh, it's for PC and Mac. There's also a game for, called Ziggurat for iOS if you search for it. That's going to be something else entirely. But this is kind of like Hexen as a roguelike. So it's a first-person shooter, and it's all procedurally generated, and instead of a gun, you have a wand and you cast spells at monsters. And you kind of run through this dungeon room by room and clear out each room and you, you get experience that unlocks abilities and you unlock different types of weapons. And it's, I don't normally like first person shooters, but I've actually really been enjoying this. There's not really a whole lot to say to it. I mean, that's pretty much the game, but I've been, I've been liking this a lot. It's just kind of this weird little game that I just stumbled upon. I've also discovered by playing this on the the Mac that I am no longer a mouse and keyboard guy anymore. I, I for shooters to, yeah i can't what? do it anymore what i Wait, can't do it anymore. on a trackpad no not on a trackpad with a mouse like i have a mouse hooked up and i was trying to play it and i was like failing miserably and then finally i hooked up my gamepad and oh, started okay. playing with that steve whoa steve, you're i know yeah. i'm like broken right now. what is happening i'm, I'm with you? i'm with you there steve actually don't tell them I find it so much, I mean, okay, I I guess it's because I started out playing shooters on PC and then so moved to Xbox after that, yeah. and I was like, okay, so how do I go from Counter-Strike to Halo here? Like, that was my move, and then I was, it was hard for me, yeah. but I got into it, but, but to me, the original place to play a shooter is the PC. Yeah, no, I mean, I, when I was in high school and college, I played a lot of, like, Unreal Tournament and Quake 3 Arena and with mm-hmm, a keyboard mm-hmm. and mouse. And I was terrible at it, but I still played it. But now, right, it's right, right. Like, now it's like to the point where like I it's it's almost like too precise for me. And it's like I feel like it's like I can't control it properly. And then I plugged in the gamepad and it's like, OK, now I know what I'm doing. Do you think it's because your mouse isn't very good because you're using not 
a heavy enough mouse or the, the control settings for it are too sensitive that, in that the game. Could be. I mean, it might just be that I have to fiddle with it a lot, but it's like I'm comfortable with the gamepad and it just kind of works. It, it, I'm used to playing that way now. That's how I've been playing shooters for yeah, the past like, I mean, 10 that years. makes sense, but I feel like ultimately a game that is designed to be played with a keyboard and mouse is not... I know, I'm doing it wrong. I know. No, no, no. That's that's <laughs> not what I'm going to say. It's I actually just think that you're making it harder for yourself because to me, a keyboard and mouse is the more accurate way to play a shooter. And if a game is designed to be played that way and you're playing it with a controller, then you're you're maybe you're not going to be able to win because eventually the game will get too hard. Like, I remember seeing this YouTube video of a guy playing like crackdown or something and he had hacked it so that he could play on a console with his keyboard and mouse and people were just flipping out at how good he was it's a hilarious video of just him owning everyone with his keyboard and mouse because they're all playing with controllers right and like it's pretty easy to prove just by doing that that the keyboard and mouse is going to be more accurate like sorry console fans i like console shooters too but like the thing is that's why they don't mix servers like that's why you can't play your friend on the pc while you have a controller yep. is because you are not going to be as good well that's why they also have these snap to they have like auto snap to for fps's and things like that like they have things to compensate yeah 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 they have like auto aim and just different other things to sort of help people who have a controller because honestly using your thumb on a joystick is going to be harder than navigating with your entire wrist and forearm to move the mouse around like you just have so much more control over that movement than you do with just your thumb like that's so obvious to me so steve honestly like i feel like you're making the game harder for yourself so in some ways it's impressive i feel like you need to come over to my house and just be like my (laughs) trainer like my personal trainer and like train me how to how to play games properly because i i think i think my my hand is like out of practice that's possible no i believe it because i don't play shooters on the pc ever ever so it's like if I'm playing a shooter, it's on the it's on the console. I'm gonna guess it's a mouse sensitivity thing because yeah, some games, a be. lot of games, the mouse sensitivity is way too high. Like I've been playing Borderlands Two on the PC, and like the default mouse sensitivity for Borderlands Two is ridiculous. Like you have to turn it way down. I don't know why it's like that. Also, the controls are absurd. Sorry, Borderlands Two developers. I don't know what you guys were doing, but the controls for PC are really weird. But I remapped all of them. It's fine. I fixed it for you. So like a lot of these things, people the people expect PC gamers to be remapping all of this and they expect them to be changing the mouse sensitivity to how heavy their mouse is. I don't I know you're not gonna get on the level that I'm at where you buy a mouse that you yeah. can add little weights into so that Yeah, it's I'm not buying weight. like a razor a razor yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. demolisher or whatever the hell it's called. Like I'm not <laughs> doing that. You can get them with the little weights and put weights in. But um yeah, the reason why people do that is so that the mouse is the right weight so that it moves at the right speed for what you're comfortable with. I love this podcast. <laughs> I love I love that Maddie just like oh, oh you 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 filthy non I'm sure Maddie didn't say anything like that. She may have thought it, but she didn't say anything I like did that. not. I was so I'm just saying I I love that this podcast is a safe space where Maddie and I can school Steve on X versus Tie Fighter and Mouse versus Keyboard and we're all okay because we're all different kind of gamers and that is great. It, I, I I will share that I will share this with you. Georgia and I were having an email conversation this week. 
about about some stuff. That's about that we, how mean we that, are. No, that that was that was some, about some stuff that I won't talk about. But at the time, as part of this conversation, she she suggested that I might start looking into yoga. <laughs> and I said to her, I can't do that, Georgia, because. That's just going to feed into this narrative that the three of you are taking like hardcore Brazilian jiu-jitsu and like karate, and here I am in the yoga studio doing downward dog, and I, and I can't. Downward I can't dog do it. is hard to do. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also yoga, you did yeah. you did choose to share that on the show. Like you I know. could take yoga secretly, and we would never know. I know. That's what he had planned to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you'd be obligated to. It's do. all the secrets out now. The secrets yeah. out. That's it. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm actually it. going to be main the Wii Fit trainer in uh, in Smash Brothers Wii. She's a pretty go. good character. There we go. So. It's okay. I glue I glue pennies to my mouse just to make it heavier. So Do you really? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really hardcore. George, uh, you might have been actually what like impressed playing? with me after that. Like, have... Oh, George, she's real. And then I would have been like, no, that's not true. They don't have pennies <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> oh, we don't. Point. We don't. That's true. I'd have to use nickels. It would be really expensive. Do you have nickels? You don't have... What? <laughs> what? What do you mean we don't have nickels? <laughs> don't you have loonies and toonies and stuff? Maddie, no, we have coins. We have other coins. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's all nonsense up there. I want, I want an isometric special where we just spend hours asking Georgia questions about Canada. That's what I want. We should do a separate show that's just that. We should have we should have Glenn come back on and ask her questions about Canada. Mm, yeah, we got to get to the heart of the matter. I I have never felt like a a a hole American as much as when I started <laughs> doing this podcast with Georgia and realizing how little I know about the country. Yeah, that's yeah. four hours from me. <laughs> I want to know what Georgia's playing. I want to know. I want to know. All right, Georgia, Do you have a military? Ahead. Do you have special forces? Do have <laughs> they enemies? don't actually have as big of a military have, as we do. I know do that. I know that one. Do you have hand turkeys? Do you have Thanksgiving? <laughs> I ask people. Christmas? No one, has, do no you, one, does, no do one knows what hand turkeys. Do you have, do you have no, no. They have Mounties is what We don't have. even, we even sell our milk in like bags. So like a big what? giant sippy sack. What? I'm not even kidding. What? Yeah. Do yeah. you realize that that's weird? Because you're saying it like you know that it's weird. I didn't. It's like you've... I, did, I didn't know it okay. was weird until I talked to someone in America and they're like, what are you talking about? Huh. I'm like, oh, you don't have your milk in bags. And they're like, why would we sell milk in bags? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, it's the environment. It's okay. And then yeah. I walked away sheepishly and I just got out of there. Really, We're really the quickly. jerks for selling our milk in bottles because <laughs> we don't care about the environment here. <laughs> The more plastic, the better. We say, put it, put in more plastic in that cap. Put it in. So when I read about this allegedly, this uh, Canadian broadcaster that had to step down for you know, very abusive, abusive, non-consexual events that happened, like this is my thought about this. So I think of Canadians as like much nicer than we are. So I think like America, like this happened to an American broadcaster, we'd be like, yo. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I think, like, Canada is probably, like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like, oh, we are. You know, like, we are. We're in, like, total shock. We're like, no. Oh, no. This is, this is not polite. This is, <laughs> this is, this is downright upsetting. Like, I don't know. That's my, that's my thought of how, how you do that. I don't we, this is, this is our news. This is truly, this is what we're talking about here. 
I I thought I was, you know, it was very weird for me because when I did his show, they brought me down and I'm like, wow, this is a really nice studio You're like, to this do. This studio looks a little strange. <laughs> lights and like chains up there. No, 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 no. Like, so they, I think I should leave. <laughs> they bring me into the studio. And it's the same studio that they recorded uh, all the lines for uh, Bioshock Infinite in. So it's like a really super professional studio. I'm like, wow, the Canadians must be rolling in money to like run out this studio to have me on for a you know, few minute segment. And I don't know, like, I, I, I swear this is true. Like, as I'm talking to him on it, like, Maddie, and you know what I'm talking about. When you're talking to someone about this, you can tell someone that genuinely gets it. And you can tell someone that is kind of a little phony on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? And I, I left the studio and I'm like, that's a guy that doesn't get it. He's saying what he has to say, but he, he doesn't get it. And, you know, then I'm reading this in the paper the next week, so... Yeah. No, it's been really depressing. I I don't necessarily recommend that our listeners look up all that stuff because there's some really depressing links. But yeah. if you're up for it, I guess, then yeah. those stories it, are coming it, out. If your soul, if you're feeling happy after listening yeah, if to you're the show happy and you need to come and down. you don't want to be, then <laughs> read about that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Georgia hasn't told us what she's been playing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm actually um, speaking I'm playing of ha- Speaking of happy. <laughs> Um, I'm playing uh, Katamari Damacy. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I like it. I hope you like it. So I, well, I, I started the game, and it is strange at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a strange uh, yeah. beginning. I'm like, this is really strange. Like, it, please <laughs> tell me you watched the whole intro all the I way through. I did. I did, but the... <laughs> we talk about, like, exploitation of, like, women. And so the, the king or ruler guy... In it, king, the yeah, king yeah. of all cosmos, king of all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, him. He's dressed like this is like the the PlayStation Two one. Um, he's dressed and he's dressed, his pants are really tight, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's really inappropriate. I'm like, that's inappropriate, and it's like also the way that the screen is, it's like the middle of the screen, like it's like I was like, I don't know, okay, and then um, <laughs> what is this? Uh, it's what wrong. is happening? I it's did not wrong. remember that well, the I was like, this game is, I started out wrong. with a crotch shot of the King of All Cosmos, but I'm going to yeah. Google it. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll I'll send you a picture. You don't even have to. I had to All take right. a photo because I was like, I'm gonna. I'll tweet out the picture because ju- just to you guys though. <laughs> because... Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's all it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. It's all. I was like, this is Whoa. so rude. <laughs> it's so rude. You don't remember that, Brie? I remember that. I long remember that. Yeah. It was like I'm like maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just way too prudish because I'm Canadian and all. Yeah. But I'm like I don't know. This seems not appropriate. And so I'm like okay, but I'm gonna play the game. So I'm like going for it. And um, so I, I've got my little guy, and you have this ball, and you have to roll your. Uh, and, and the purpose was strange. I'm like it was a lot of text. I'm like just I'm not <laughs> even reading the text. I'm like okay, and he's like going through all the reasons for why I have to roll a ball to make it bigger and it's sticky and then you catch other things on the ball and as your whatever's smaller than your ball will stick to it 
Um, and then I'm thinking, how is it sticking to the other? Anyways, I'm like, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then I'm like, the ball gets bigger and bigger. And now I'm starting to get this hoarding feeling that really gets me excited. It's like when I played uh, Warfare and uh, Warcraft and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I get more stuff, get more stuff and get a bigger ball. And then he's like, you got a 10 millimeter ball. And I'm like, awesome. And they're like, okay, you have to get a bigger one. And I'm like, yeah, I loved the game. It was really strange and addicting because you end up sticking, like there's animals stuck to your ball and there's a butterfly flying and I just run over the butterfly. I don't care anymore because, yeah. you know, yeah, who cares about the environment? I'm like, I'm yeah, not Canadian. Yeah, you got like, it. Go destroy planets. Destroy them. <laughs> so then I've got like this sticky ball that's like, you know, bigger than I gotta like, get my Kaimari. head. I got to get it again. You're making me want oh, it. It's it so was, good. I, oh my God. I had to stop. It was funny because like I, I started are playing i'm like oh my god i have to stop because i have to i'm actually supposed to read some show notes at some point i'm like i don't think i can stop the game and uh my husband was watching he's like is it good he's like that's really a strange i'm like this is so strangely addicting and cathartic you just yeah yeah it is i felt lighter at the end of it which i should feel heavier because i got this huge giant sticky ball and then you're trying to get more and more stuff and i was a lot of fun you just clean up all of the clutter of the world and then throw yeah. it into space. This is it. This is it. It's perfect. Yeah. We yeah. should we should just every week start recommending games with random uncomfortable porny scenes for Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but we shouldn't yeah. tell her that's yeah, what we the should. Theme is. We should. What's another Georgia, game that Georgia should Georgia, play? you should play God of War. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. really good. A lot of really interesting gameplay mechanics there. Like really yeah. good. Really good. <laughs> Really yes. relatable main character. I yeah. felt like I had a lot in yeah. common with him. <laughs> so, so I think we have we have not asked the important question, which is has this has this supplanted Shadow of Mordor? Hmm. Um, it, it is very different. So I usually play like <laughs> you, you one. You think it's a little different? <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. I disagree. It's almost it's exactly the same. The same. same game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of shiving, shiving orcs in the back in Katamari Damacy. That that happens a lot. Well, then you roll them up into the ball, and you yeah. roll up the orcs or whatever. Right, and the right, elves right. And... <laughs> um, so it, this is like a, a chill, relaxing game, like a really calm, soothing kind of when I'm I'm like overloaded. This that would be the game. Whereas Shadows of Mordor, I get stressed, and and so I'm I'm actually a little bit more stressed and wound up. And I actually usually play both in conjunction so when i'm overloaded i'll play a stress relieving game and when Mm -hmm. i'm feeling a little bit more aggressive or i need to like like give out that aggression i'll play a more aggressive game so yeah this one would fit perfectly in my mix Hmm. so i will be i will be playing it more you know what you should play is dead or alive beach volleyball That's a really yeah yeah yeah. That game has some I, I've really really great mechanics. I can't tell if Bree's serious or not anymore. <laughs> um, no, it's actually a really nuanced fighting game. There's a it's it's a lot on offer there mechanically. Right, so. right, right. No, I mean the volleyball game, the the beach game. Yeah, it's dead a good volleyball, alive, volleyball. Volleyball. Oh yeah, really any dead or alive game, but honestly, yeah, beach volleyball. That's definitely great. fun. Great way to kill time. Just <laughs> just photograph your face as you're playing it. If you could do that. Trust me. Right, we'll put that. We'll put that. We'll make that a video and put it online. It would be funnier if we could only recommend games with male cheesecake, but there's so few that there's none to recommend. 
Send in your recommendations to me on Twitter. No one else wants them. No, I want that. <laughs> I, I, tweeted out, I tweeted out the pictures. So everyone that's following us that wants yeah, to see it. Yeah, Georgia tweeted the picture of the king's crotch. I'm just no, going to say. Didn't. I, yeah, you know, did. you know, Georgia. I think that those vector guys are a bad influence on. Oh you my kept, god, she did. They keep oh talking god, about sending those kinds of pictures to each other, and now you're sending us these pictures. I just started like a whole like. <laughs> I just like went all like red and flushed. No, I, it was actually a screenshot. Georgia was, like, actually tweeted <laughs> this to I me. I am going to tell Guy English that he is such a bad influence on you, and this is what the kind of thing that you're sending to us in the middle of the show. Oh no. <laughs> this is very distracting. Oh, I'm gonna delete this now. Wait. <laughs> it's it's too late because Brie manually retweeted it, so now it's now it's safe for, oh, no. for posterity. Yeah. All oh, twenty eight thousand, no. baby. You can still delete it, but don't because it's funny and adorable. <laughs> oh no! And the funniest thing, I'm looking at tweets now, and guys like give Isometric a special listen. <laughs> so he's actually online right oh, now. God. <laughs> oh my gosh okay. I need to tweet rude stuff You can't even see the guy's face This is so wrong No you can see his face You just have to enlarge the photo You can see his face He's just in yeah. shadow Yeah <laughs> So Georgia You want to play Rumble Roses XX Okay, <laughs> okay. What is that? <laughs> I don't know I'm scared I'm That's not even like gonna... a made up game At this no. point Rumble what Roses is XX Rumble what is it? XX I Trust don't know me. if I'm going to Okay. Oh, well, God. I won't play Keep it. Keep your kids Georgia, around. You should play it. Play it with Whatever your children. Uh, all right. Should oh, we? Boy. Should we let these people? That's go? Bree's parenting corner. The sequel. Oh, okay, boy. right there. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll have uh, those are educational games. Yeah. I I am not a part of this. <laughs> Whatever's happening oh, what right now. Pictures? No, it's too it late to worst. disavow yourself from the show, Maddie. You're in for all yeah. of it. These are horror. This is like really. <laughs> that's. That's bad. That's <laughs> that's not even. That's that's horrible. What? What? <laughs> Are I you just even, staring at the I picture, shouting that it's happening? horrible? Still, is that? Because at that point, I think you're still staring at the picture. So I don't know if you get to keep saying it's horrible. Really? <laughs> I mean, after a certain point, you kind of have to own what you're doing, and that point is now. Okay. Okay. It was intriguing. And horrible. <laughs> right. Very intriguing. Okay. This is the end of the show. Uh, let's 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 end before I get myself yeah. into more trouble. <laughs> yeah, before before Georgia just completely breaks down. Oh. So uh, as always you can uh, you can find the show notes for this show and every show mm. at five by five TV slash isometric or isometric show.com. We'll make sure to, to uh, put Georgia's salacious tweet in the show notes for you. And uh, you, you can uh, you, please do make sure to rate and review the show on iTunes. Don't mention any of the uh, the horrible things that, that, that George is tweeting out, but do do make sure to re- don't rate Don't tell Dan Bancherman about what George is doing. We don't want to lose this show. We don't want to lose this show due to George's lack of maturity. Yeah, this is a family-friendly show, and Georgia is really pushing that boundary with these tweets. I mean, I just don't want to send the wrong idea here. The funniest thing is when I sent the tweet, I was like, it's just us. <laughs> like, you like, didn't realize that Twitter was public? You're like, no one will see this. It was, it was like just to us, but then I'm like, oh, but it's someone, everyone that follows all of us is going to yeah. see it. 
Who follows us? Who follows anyone? Nobody, nobody, nobody follows, follows us. Nobody no It's fine. No nobody listens to the show. No one will know. It's fine. Right. Oh, oh everybody's loving this, Georgia. It's already going crazy. Uh, Your reputation is over. <laughs> this, is the, oh, no. this is the end of Georgia's career. Yes. This is the scandal. This is the end. So anyway, so make sure to rate and review the show on iTunes and, and please, leave us a good rating. It. And we good do rating. love reading the reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. fun Rate to read it before them. you look at the photo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you want, if you want to send us email about how how depraved George's tweet is, you can uh, you can send that email to feedback at isometricshow.com. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter to see the the tweet in question. Uh, you can follow the show account at Isometric Show, and you can follow all of us individually. I am at Wicked Good Bree. Where can people find you? Don't look for me. Okay. Don't don't try to find me. Don't Just look for me. Turn on the TV and breeze there. <laughs> Open your closet and breeze there. She's That's everywhere. Right. Oh my gosh. Non-disclosed location. All right. Or or space cat gal. Oh, I, I sorry, I gave you, it away. Yeah, yeah. Now this top secret. <laughs> Non-disclosed Twitter handle. Uh, Maddie, where can people find you? I'm Samus Clone on Twitter. Sending people dog videos. Knocking it out of the park. And Georgia, where we, where can we find your tweets of inappropriate things? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Georgia's broken yet again. Oh my god. Come on, Georgia. Bring us home. <laughs> Give us a Dawabunga? I don't know. How do we... How do we push reset on this? I don't think we can. George underscore Dow. So thank you very much for listening as always. And we will catch you next week. Have a good one. Okay. Name that game. 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 Name that game.